Welcome to our first sponsor, Gifts on Glass. You can find them at www.giftsonglass.net. You can find all your bar needs, your glassware, personalized glasses. You can get your glasses for your groups, get your glasses for your societies, or you can get hats. You can get your Bourbon Boys hats. You can get uh, MGP Trading Post hats, Mythical hats. So visit them at www.giftsonglass.net. Welcome to the Bourbon Boys. Uh, one Bourbon Boy here this week. Basically, this is going to be probably a relatively quick episode. Um, a, because it's Monday night, and B, because I'm revealing the results of the blind premium side-by-side, and I messed it up so bad that I am embarrassed to even give the results, but I will embarrass myself for my audience, even as small as it is. Um, first of all, we have the last four samples. Um, I didn't really put anything for guesses on these, so I'm just going to give you my, uh, notes and then the rating I got on it, and then we'll go over the, all, all of them together. So, this is sample L. My nose, I got light, fruity, no alcohol. Taste was funky fruit with some rye spice. Um, I gave it a rating of a 85 overall, which in this rating system is good. Not a must, but nice to have. Um, for sample M, I said it was youthful, but not off-putting. Muted palate, but a lingering heat on the finish. I said it was probably MGP. Um, rating I gave it was 75, which is below average drinkable but better as a mixer or party booze excuse me about to seize all right sorry hopefully that didn't hurt your ears that much i am a loud sneezer uh sample in i said on the nose was musty um taste was light fruit lingers on the tip of your tongue i gave it a 70 not good nearly undrinkable Wonder why the hell they made it. Seems aggressive for a 70, but hey, I guess I'm going by the scale I went off in high school, which 70 was a win for me. Um, Sample O, I said, was earthy and floral, lingering finish, slightly fruity. I also said it was an MGP. I said below average, drinkable, but better as a mixer party. It was 75, I gave it. Okay, so after all that, we're going to go back over the results of what these actually were, what I guessed, and what I gave them as a ranking. Uh, I think they actually tell you, like, what everybody gave it as an overall ranking to see... It's funny just to see everybody's averages on these and then see mine because I just, some of these, I just, I mean, the ones that I ranked low 
seems like everybody ranked them lower. But some of them, I just gave them hell. All right, well, let's go back over these. Sample A, which I gave a rating of 82, which is not too bad. No major flaws worth tasting. Uh, I guess was the Senator. It was actually a Redemption Rye eight-year cast drink, so it was pretty close. That was pretty close to what I, uh, to my guess. I mean, it's the MGP Rye eight years um, cask as well. I gave it an 80, so that's not too bad. Uh, sample B was actually the Litchfield cast strength MGP. I gave it an 85 overall, but I guess that it was a Four Roses OESQ which was way off. Sample C, I gave it a 80 overall. Not too bad. No major flaws worth tasting. I guessed it was an OESV. It was actually Willet 10-year rye small batch. So I guessed it was a bourbon and it was a rye. Now these, the next couple, uh, sample D, which... I gave a 60 overall, which is almost as low as you can give. Uh, this thing, the only thing this should be used for is making jungle juice, and even then, dot, 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 is the rating for this at 60. I said it was a Cedar Ridge, and Cedar Ridge is a wheat whiskey, so I was close, except for the age, obviously. Um, it turns out this is an old Fitz 11-year bottled and bonded. Obviously, wheat whiskeys are not my jam, so this one, uh, sample E, I gave a 62 as well. I guessed it was a Charbet. I guess Charbet on, or uh, Charbet, I don't know how you pronounce it, but I guessed it for two different ones. This one was actually the Cedar Ridge Wheat Whiskey. I could tell that it was one of those few younger age ones because of the color, really, which surprised me that that old Fitz was that light. Because I remember those two both were really light looking. Um, but yeah, I gave it a 60 and guessed it was a Charbet, but it was a Cedar Ridge Wheat Whiskey. Sample F, I guessed was a Willet Rye, was actually an Old Pepper 10-year. Um, I gave it an 87, which is one of my higher ratings. And I haven't had Old Pepper before, and I thought it was pretty good. Uh, this was 87, great, always want to have a bottle. G, I got this one correct. Um, I gave it a 65 overall. A little bit higher than some of the other ones that I thought weren't very good, just because it was a little interesting. And that was the Charbet hop-flavored whiskey. Uh, got a 65. And I guessed it correctly. I guess if I kept guessing Charbet, eventually I was going to hit it. This one was a... Uh, I gave it 84 overall, which is also pretty high. Good, not a must, but a nice nice to have. Uh, I guessed it was an OBSQ, OESQ, and it was an OESQ. And I was a Midwinter's Night Dram. I guessed that one correct, too. I didn't put it in the system, but I had it on my sheet. Uh, I gave it a 55 overall, or 50, I gave it a 65 overall. Um, I don't remember exactly what it was that was off-putting about this for me, but it just didn't, it didn't hit me at that time. 
Jay. Jay was, uh, I gave an 89, which I believe is the highest I gave anything. And this is actually, I said it was a Litchfield, but it was actually the Bellmead cast strength. So MGP, MGP. Um, uh, sample K, I gave an 80 overall. Not too bad, no major flaws, worth tasting. I guess it was an OESV. It was actually the center of six-year-old cast strength rye. So I guessed a rye for a bourbon again. Sample L. I said light fruit, no alcohol yard. Well, I guess we went over this, what I said about it. This one I actually gave an 85 to. Uh, I thought it was a Four Roses uh, Q strain. It was actually Kentucky Owl Rye, Rye Batch 1. Um, sample M, which I said earlier was youthful but not off-putting. Muted palate but lingered heated, lingering heat in the finish. That I gave a 75 to. I didn't guess what it was, but it actually is a Southern Star Reserve 10-year MGP. Sample N, which I went over earlier, the notes for, I gave a 72. Is actually an OESV, LE. And then lastly, Sample O, which I went over the notes for earlier, earthy and floral, lingering finish, slightly fruity, was Redemption High Rye, nine-year cast strength. I gave it a 75. Uh, now, looking at the notes of what everybody gave, everything, see the highest average ranked thing was Sample H, which was an OESQ. I gave it an 84, and average ranking was 86. Second was the Senator with an 84.5. I gave it an 80. The Midwinter's Night Dram got an 84.4, which is third overall. Um, and I gave it a 65, so I way underranked that compared to everybody else. The Redemption... Redemption Rye, I think. I can't remember what that one is. I think that's Redemption Rye. Everybody else gave it an 84.3. It was fourth in average rank, and I gave it a 75, so I underranked that too. The Old Pepper was fifth in average at an 84. I gave it an 87, so I liked a little more than most. Next is 84.2 again at the Willet 10 year. I gave it an 80. I guess we should just go to the last one. Every The average, the one that came in last in average ranking uh, was the Cedar Ridge Wheat Whiskey. Uh, it got an average 74.5. I gave it a 60. Next to lowest was Charbet with a 75.2. I gave it a 65. Next to lowest was the Southern Star. 81.5 was the average ranking. I gave it a 75. And Old Fitz was the next one. It was average 82.4. I gave it a 60. So pretty much that. 
a really, really tanked, a really, really hated the old Fitz 11. The Charbet, actually hated the Charbet less. I don't know. It's just interesting to see these numbers and what, generally speaking, I would have said the Midwinter's Night Dram is something I, I like, but it did not hit me well on Saturday or Friday night when I did these samples. Um, I think I'm just going to kill it here. I got a couple podcasts I'm recording this weekend. I uh, should have a couple good ones coming. I just wanted to put something out so you all would have something this week. Uh, plus, some people follow along with these. Uh, there's probably like five of you that do, so I wanted to make sure you all got those results. Uh, I did want to touch on the fact that uh, Elijah Craig is coming out with a rye and the fact that they're not putting in it, they're not releasing it in Kentucky. Uh, a lot of people bringing up the fact that uh, Rittenhouse Rye also comes from Heaven Hill, just wondering why they would do that. Uh, take away from the Rittenhouse stock. I don't know if it's the same stock, same mash bill. I, I didn't really look into it, but I know that Elijah Craig opens up a lot of options for them, especially in the rye category, which they don't have a ton of. And the rye category seems to be something everybody's gravitating towards now, uh, trying to jump in the category. And everybody grabbed a little piece of something that they think might be the next big thing. I mean, obviously you saw, you saw Parker's come out with the rye this year after – Wild Turkey came out with their cornerstone after everybody's been clamoring for that forever. And finally, Wild Turkey brings out the rye, and as soon as they do, Parker's brings out the rye. So, I mean, they both think they can't that, – that's not a coincidence is what it boils down to. Speaking of Bargetown, anybody listen to the Bargetown podcast? Man, that shit's crazy. And having an ex-girlfriend that lived there and just being around there for a few years, it's wild hearing about those – landmarks and you know talking about the bg which i traveled quite a bit when i lived in lexington driving between lexington to and uh bargetown crazy stuff man yeah but so it's <laughs> got off topic uh, elijah craig opens up picks because that's their pick thing really i mean heaven hill has a couple of picks they they do but that's the main one you know elijah craig picks is their bread and butter when it comes to picks so why not throw a rye out there and see if you can get some stuff going there uh it'll be interesting to see what it is and what it tastes like i'm not a big rittenhouse guy so i don't i mean i've had some of the older age stock which i think was has been gone for a while some of their special releases but other than that i'm pretty uh, not well versed in, in rittenhouse so i guess it'll be interesting to try it elijah craig's not really my jam though if you listen to this, you'd know that uh, just most of them are a little too earthy for me. Some of the picks have been pretty good, but not many, in my opinion. Not enough for me to invest in it if I'm gonna if I'm gonna buy a bottle around that eight or that range. That range, it's a pick. I'm going for a Buffalo Trace pick. So yeah, I think that uh, that'll do it for this week. Um, next week. We're going to have my brother-in-law and I are going to do a couple blinds, um, thinking maybe a Buffalo Trace single barrel and maybe another single barrel blind for maybe a foolproof, um, two or three, probably three side-by-side samples. Uh, we'll just talk about them and shoot the shit. So I think the last episode we did together was really good. 
uh, having a regular co-host that's face-to-face has really helped a lot. Uh, so until next time, enjoy your pours and enjoy your family. And uh, thanks for listening.